evolved. We had to. And now we've devolved into hunters. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's Ned. There Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you, so alive, here from the ZAMP Command Center, here in rainy, windy, stormy, crappy New Hampshire. (laughs) New Hampshire. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I mean, (laughs) weather. I am Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my roundtable of survivors, underground in a secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. If it get any more <laughs> wet out there, I think I'm going to float away, and I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> I know, right? It's, this is weird. This has been a weird weather year. A weird I mean, been, winter, or start of winter. Winter? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's coming from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, it is. Speaking of winter, keeping the borders safe north over that wall, mm-hmm. it's Canada's own. Mr. Sickly Murphy. Yes, if you can't tell, this is Ryan, not some... They didn't, like, sex up the show and replace Ryan with some sultry-sounding Canadian. No, they still got Ryan. I'm just sick. So. It, 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 somehow, somehow you caught my disease via Skype. Dude, <laughs> it's going around. Like, uh, this cold, like, I don't know how many people... I've Actually, funny enough, I've talked to more people over the phone and the internet who sound exactly like me rather than coming in contact. So I think this is the first internet strain of this common That's cold. the last thing this world needs right now, besides the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Could you imagine how many like IM chat rooms are just like spreading diseases like no other? Oh, just don't even think about it. I'm not That's kind of a frightening it. idea. Yeah. They should make a movie hey. about that. They could call it The Strain. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> crickets, crickets. crickets. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a good joke. It was, joke. It, but you know, it was bad. I started the bad joke. Anyways. Hey, we got we got a lot to talk about. Um, one of the biggest things is the the newest Walking Dead episode, and uh, man, the show keeps getting better and better. But I'm gonna put everyone in suspense until then because we do have a little bit of news to talk about. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Once again, before we talk about The Walking Dead, we're going to talk about. The Walking Dead. Yes, The Walking Dead. Great. <laughs> um, but wait, Bob, before we talk about that, we're going to talk about The Blocking Dead. Oh, we're gonna do that right now. No, huh? we're just we're just gonna tease it. We're, we, you know, we've oh. announced it on Twitter and Facebook that we're gonna be giving away a hand signed copy of Scott Johnson's The Blocking Dead print, and um, you know, we want a listener to pick it up. So, guess what? You what? gotta wait to find out how to win it, and we'll be announcing how you win it after we've uh, we've done our Walking Dead discussion. So, I don't know why I wrote description in here. I'm high on Nyquil, so don't accuse me. But uh, it, it, 
if we hear you snoring, we understand. <laughs> hey, you were, you know, we're pretty entertaining. But yeah, if you want to win the hand sign blocking dead, uh, you have to uh, you have to catch the how you win at the end of the uh, end of the uh, show there, eh? So hey. just uh, enjoy the show, and uh, we look forward to. <laughs> I don't you know. I think you just popped in here for a second. Okay, like, hey, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so Blocking Dead's coming up soon. Yes. But first, AMC's The Walking Dead has broke records everywhere. You could say it Se- broke them blocks. It broke them blocks. That's what it did. Yeah. Um, the season premiere, um, 17.3 million viewers. That's a lot of people. 17.3 million viewers. That's kind of crazy because I know that there are some shows on ABC that have struggled along with like 2 million viewers every year and they're going on like their second and third seasons. I didn't know that many people paid for cable. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Lou. (laughs) I interrupted you with a bad joke and he's actually talking facts. I know, right? They should add that to the drinking list. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no ahead, it's all right. It's all right. You. <laughs> but no, there are there are shows that like I watch on a regular basis that are struggling with like two and three million views, and then this is like nope, seventeen. Doesn't matter what's on, seventeen. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's like it's like everyone in the world just turned their TVs on to AMC's The Walking Dead that night. Um, the only thing I'm confused about is uh, there's been a social media spike too from The Walking Dead. Uh, UK, uh, The Walking Dead generated the highest number of tweets out of any TV show, 812,000 tweets. Okay. Spain and Italy. I didn't know The Walking Dead was on Fox. <laughs> A little weird. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know. Uh, it's all over the European area that's on Fox. It just kind of confused me because like, one of the hashtags from Italy was Fox, The Walking Dead hashtag. And I'm like, what's the Fox have to do with it? Did I miss something in the first episode? I don't there is no fox. fox in the first episode. That's what I'm saying. It shows up in the third episode. Dun, dun, dun. Spoilers. So the other thing now, I want to talk it, about... Too, go ahead. I was going to say, is it AMC an affiliate of Fox? I thought FX Everyone's was an, an affiliate. affiliate. Yeah, that's a good point. They're all, they're all affiliates. They're, get, they're catching more affiliates than we are diseases over the internet. That's true. I, I caught a few affiliates. Fo- I think they're owned by Fox, but they have their own president or something like that. Maybe. Well, it's, it's pretty killer to see a show like this uh, get some attention. Uh, and, I mean, it's a very – like, the people who use social media are very into this show. It's not surprising that uh, that a show like this is, is big on social media. And, you know, it's kind of like – you have the same announcement with, 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 like, Game of Thrones, right? Like, Game of Thrones premieres, and it's like, oh, my God, everybody talked about it on social media. You can usually tell by everybody saying, like, spoilers and not caring about other people's feelings. Um, I was not <laughs> spoiled with this episode, this first one, uh, which was nice. People are a little more respectful when it comes to the zombies. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I blame the house of Tully. I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Okay, so that NyQuil's kicking in. All right, well, let me ask you guys this question then. As long as we're talking about The Walking Dead, let's just say, for instance, that you had a Walking Dead pinball table, okay? Oh, just yeah, a pinball I, I can see it. All right, you got it in your house, right? Just a nice little Walking Dead pinball machine. You're all excited to play it. But you need coordinating accessories, wouldn't you? Well, how else would you enjoy its Walking Deadness? All right, well, let me just ask you then. Say you wanted a Walking Dead zombie head shooter knob the thing you pull out and the balls shoot out 
I love touching my zombie knob. That sounds great. That's, uh, that whole sentence back and forth is going to get clipped out. Um, <laughs> would you pay $80 for it? I would certainly pay $80 for a zombie knob. All right. Well, let me ask you this then. Say there was a pinball side armor trim that uh, could look like The Walking Dead. You ready for that? Like, make, make your whole, you know, Walking Dead case look amazing. Would you pay $500 for that? What is it made of? Diamonds? <laughs> Apparently. $500 is a lot for armor trim. The point we're getting at, guys, is, is that there's some ridiculous prices on uh, this zombie pinball machine that they, they announced for uh, uh, all your zombie Walking Dead accessories. The best one is the, the back, the top box thing. The, right, that goes right over the pinball scoring is uh, four hundred dollars, and it's just a zombie head, like a couple zombie heads floating around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there's there's something that you don't know, don't understand. Uh-oh. Have you ever met a pinball fan? No, I like a, I, like an enthusiast. I once knew a pinball wizard, and he sure played a mean pinball. No, no, I asked this in all seriousness. Mm. Have you ever met like anybody who's like a like a a a, a, a pinball champ no. or no. like? Okay, I have an acquaintance that I know, and he happens okay. to be – no, no, no. He happens to be uh, huge into pinball. He has a couple – he has about 100 machines. And what? They're, fright, they're, frightening, they're frightening people. He's a really nice uh-huh. guy, but you get him talking about pinball, and it must be like listening to me talk about zombies or video games because my eyes glaze over and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. So basically what you're saying is that this is priced – perfectly for a pinball fan yes and we shouldn't be surprised like i mean we're not we're not joking around we're not like trying to make fun of them or anything like everyone's got their hobby and i'm sure the reason it's so i know you were bob because you're mean but i'm sure the reason it's so expensive is because like there's just they don't make a lot of them right so no they own as it is now they when they release new machines there's only usually about a thousand or so of them in existence usually now so here's the thing guys I kind of want this pinball back box topper because it's a replica of the governor's fish tank with the floating heads. Yeah. Yeah. I would just put that in my office somewhere. (laughs) You just want a $400 zombie head? So if one of the listeners out there does not mind, I mean, if you could just throw me that that box topper there, it's, uh, it's pretty cool looking. I like it. Yeah. So buy it for me. You, I was you, really excited at first when I first saw this this news headline because I was looking at the stuff and I was like, "Oh yeah, wow, this is a pretty affordable pinball machine." And then I went, "Oh no, no that's no. just the add-ons." Yeah, oh, those are just yeah. the accessories. Because I was gonna say, I know that it was about a, about fifteen hundred dollars for the Tron one. Wow, I'm not that into Tron. Although <laughs> you know, maybe if Tron came back in a big way, I'd. I'd probably first think about starting a Tron podcast before, like, getting a Tron pinball. I mean, pinball's fun, so I mean, I like... I love pinball, yeah. If you put enough money into those things, I guess it's worth to have your own. Well, you know what? Let's let's move forward into a different type of Walking Dead. Oh, more Walking... Jeez, who wrote these notes? Uh, wasn't me this <laughs> week. Uh, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about uh, the little game we played called The Walking Dead by yeah. Telltale. Oh, okay. It was a fun game. It, it was pretty. It was. It was a good time. Yeah, well, there's now, a little girl now, in it. Yeah, her name's Clementine, and she has an action figure. Uh, 
Yeah. I am a man of collectibles. You like how I just make fun of pinball machine people? I'm like, these guys are ridiculous. I would buy I would buy this, yeah. Action figure, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, action <laughs> figures, for sure. It's a little yeah, more, it's not. not as pricey, <laughs> so I mean, I'm right there with you, man. Well, do we know what the price is on this? Because so the so Skybound's actually releasing a Clementine figure in two different versions: a full color version and then a blood spattered color version. Um, she's got her backpack, a hammer, and a pistol. Uh, you can see the pictures up. We'll have the links to our websites. But this is actually a pretty cool little collectible for anyone that likes uh, that that sort of thing, like me. I kind of want this for my desk at work. I know. Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? <laughs> It's not bad. It's 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 well done, and I guess it comes in two versions, bloodied and clean. So you got that. Yeah. So which one would you get? Uh, bloodied. Bloodied. Yeah. It's a zombie. Yeah. Figure. Obviously, why even make a clean one, right? Yeah. I mean, That's why, you, why are we even having this conversation? Um, uh, there's no. I have no price on it. Do you guys know about? A no, price there's on no it price. Or? It just says. No, know. but if it's by McFarlane Toys, I would expect it to be about twenty bucks. Yeah, it looks somewhere oh, somewhere between 15, 15, 20 bucks. Oh man! I'll, I will buy it for twenty. It looks like it'd probably be a little more than that. It looks really nice. You don't think like maybe like sub fifty for sure, but like don't don't raise the price, Ryan. All right, twenty bucks. <laughs> Skybound, take my money. Uh, uh, if it's more than twenty five, I wouldn't dish out any money for it. Oh, <laughs> well, good luck. I don't <laughs> think it'll be less than twenty five. I'll buy it out of a bargain bin in six months. Yeah, wait until season three comes out and the model changes, and it's like, well, this Clementine needs to be refurbished. So refurbished. All right, well, let's move it along then to uh, some Z Nation news. Yeah, we put, talked about Z Nation, Lou and I did, I believe. <laughs> I still haven't seen this episode, so I'm glad they put a second season up. It sounds great. No, yeah. no, no. So, so Z Nation picked up for a second season on Sci-Fi. Woo! Sci-fi really needs more crap, I guess. I don't know. I, I see. I, I this is a concept. I I love how they also say Harold Perrineau stars. No, he doesn't. He died the first episode. Are they still? Or, maybe they didn't watch Z Nation either. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they did. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. So yeah, we talked about it. We talked about how bad it was. We talked about um, you know, all sorts of things and. Uh, it's now. It's this is going to be going on for even longer. That's that's great. That's yeah. just great. I, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't even sure they had the viewers to go on to a second season. I, I, I don't know either. anybody that watches this. Well, there's, remember that show that that other sci-fi show that you thought wouldn't last more than one season. What is it? Defiance or yep. defi- defiance? It's defiance, isn't it? Defilence isn't a word. Um, it, it's like renewed for like four seasons. So I mean, like sci-fi just probably just doesn't have anything to replace it. They're like, well, it's probably cheaper to just do another season of this than it is to like hire a creative that, team. That or the asylum just said, no, no, no. If you want Sharknado three, you're gonna have to keep making Z Nation. Uh, <laughs> that could be it. Like oh, the problem I have, like Eve, I have never seen Sharknado, but uh, they should do a zombie NATO. Hmm? Um, there's already an Stop. episode of this show that has that. <sighs> Where you been, Ryan? Uh, I don't Where know. I guess I'm not. I'm behind on my Z Nation. But I was gonna say that, like, even the thumbnail in this in this news story tells me that this zombie mo- show, sorry zombie show is is really not up to snuff. I mean, that makeup looks terrible. Yes, it does. It looks like it's a mask. Which is it's, it's kind of yeah. I don't understand how you how you fuck up zombie makeup. I mean, come on. 
Come on. Come on. Come on. Well, let's talk about some other surprising news, too. Uh, the Dead Rising film that we've been talking about for a few episodes now here and there, uh, it has its lead actor. Ooh, who is it, Bob? It's Rob Riggle, the guy that used to be from The Daily Show. Is it Riggle? It's Riggle, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is that kind of bigger, really kind of funny guy. Yeah. Uh, like I know they're all funny guys in The Daily, New- the, the Daily Show, but... Um, I think he'd make a great Frank West. Uh, so, he, yeah. He definitely has the look, but he has the look as if Frank West was a joke character. No. Well, joke. I think Frank he West kind of is a joke character. <laughs> I, I see what Lou's saying here, because like, there's no way I can take Rob Riggle seriously in anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, just his acting and persona and everything you've seen him in has just all been sarcastic, funny. And I like I could see him doing that in this movie, or I just don't see him any sort of seriousness in this, you know. Oh, I, I don't think this movie's supposed to be serious at all. Right. I, I, the, I, I don't think it is either. But I'm just saying, like I, it's going to be weird watching him, like making snippy comments at zombies. He's it's like he's going to be taking my bad zombie joke idea and using it throughout like a two hour movie. You don't think you could see him like in a zombie land type scenario, like. You know, Zombieland, no one thought you'd see Woody Harrelson in a zombie film, and he did just fine. You know, that is a very good point, Ryan. Uh, but I actually, but I could see him doing a lot of stuff, too. That's the thing. Yeah. He's a multi-talented actor. And I think that's why they kind of call it, like, they remember they were calling it the Indiana Jones of Dead Rising yeah. or Zombies or whatever. Like, I feel like if, see, I don't know. Like, the last time I saw this Rob Riggle character was, I think he was like a, a side character so i don't know what kind of build he has but like he's a big guy yeah, i know he's a big guy but i wonder if he'll he'll bulk up for this movie or whatever I, I no know, it's gonna be on crackle i don't picture anybody <laughs> looking real hard for it well uh <laughs> give crackle some credit i mean crackle's got that what that comedians with coffee show or whatever like uh that's about the only show on that thing that i know anybody that watches that's uh, probably the only original show they have but i don't know i just i feel like if he if they put the effort in, this could be an entertaining zombie flick. It, it's kind of hard to do bad, you know. I, I think it's kind of hard to make this well, a terrible I, thing. I am certainly waiting. Can't wait to see uh, Rob Riggle in a Mega Man costume beating people with a Nerf bat. That see, way, <laughs> you just spoiled the post credit se- scene. I mean, why would you do that? Would you do that for Luke? Yeah, Luke, come on. All right. Well, let's let's hope that uh, Rob Riggle does some good work, and uh, we'll we'll keep in tune for that. And for the meantime, watch the Daily Show if you want to see who we're talking about. But uh, mm-hmm. for now, now we have to get into my favorite thing to talk about. Oh, die! It is. It's the most amazing, the most epic. The most intro heavy bumper we have. It sounds like I'm like Indiana Jones. It's Ryan goes to the movies. Yay! Yay! And last week's movie, we made you watch Dead Alive. You did make me watch Dead Alive. And you were eating soup during it, weren't you? You silly, Uh, silly. What? No, I don't think I was eating anything. I was hungry afterwards. Is that weird? 
Yeah, that is very weird. Gross. I didn't eat gross. breakfast. I was homesick that day, so I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna eat breakfast. I'm gonna watch Walking Dead. Then I'm gonna watch Dead Alive and just do my podcast homework while I recover." Um, so, yeah, where do you want to start? This is, the, this is the 1992 Peter Jackson film Dead Alive. It's a zom. I almost said zombie. It's like Damn. a zombie comedy. Zomedy. We should start I, that. Let's get. I just made that up. Zombies. That's good. Let's get that rolling. See, see what happens when I stumble on my words, listeners? I make up new things. So no. telling me I suck. Whatever. He didn't say he sucks. He just said <laughs> no, just he kidding. gets super drunk off of you. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I'm dying. So what did you think, Ryan? So this is Dead Alive. So your your first thought of the movie, were you thinking it was going to be some sort of serious zombie take on it? or Hells to the no. Okay, um, so you had an idea that it was going to be kind of goofy, right? Yeah, I knew it was going to be goofy, and I... You had no idea how goofy, though. Uh, you are correct. I did not know how goofy, I didn't know how serious, I didn't know how, like, gory it was going to be, but, like, you you get the feel of it pretty quickly, that, like, okay, this is, like, a Mr. Bean meets zombie <laughs> film, you know? That is a yeah, good description. That is a very good description. That's yeah. funny. But you know what? All in all, I actually really liked it. It was uh, it was funny. It had its moments. It was definitely like I, I didn't feel as though it was super gross because it was all like super really? fake. To me, it was like a lot of the like obviously the gross stuff. Like you guys said, watch out for the pudding scene. Like yes, that was ah, that was gross. Like the, really gross. Yeah, that <laughs> the was first gross. time I saw this film, I was in high school, and someone was like, "No, no, no! You have to see this movie. It's yeah. amazing." And I got as far as the the the, the custard scene, and her ear ah, falls off in the custard, stop. and I went, "Nope, I'm done. I'm not going to watch this." Stop. And then I I caught it on replay again on the same channel, yeah. and it was it was just after that scene. I was like, "Okay, I can watch again." <laughs> yeah, uh, that didn't gross. really like. It was gross. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't want to watch it again or anything, but. Uh, I felt as though it was uh, it was a cool play on sort of it was sort of half between like voodoo zombies and uh, actual zombies like uh, sorry not actual zombies I don't mean that sorry voodoo zombies don't write in um, you know voodoo zombies and like the flesh eating zombies so you you kind of yeah. had the play of like ooh it was the monkey but it was also the fact that like whenever someone was bit they would turn into another zombie and it was outrageous like how no matter when you died that sort of depicted what you became when you came back so like when the fat guy got his head torn with his spine and i thought that was really well done with the shadowing effects and stuff and then how he comes in later on he's like kind of like a scorpion with his head it was it was just it was uh fun and really <laughs> it was mr bean meets like but zombie film it was, it was is, actually could, kind of good. <laughs> there is one question you have to answer us, though. Right. Do you kick ass for the Lord? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard that quote before, and I thought that was uh, that was a really awesome scene. And uh, <laughs> like, I, I could, it's funny watching it. It's like you know what? There's probably multiple reasons this movie uh, probably got panned in the '90s, and this is probably one of them because in the '90s, a lot of people weren't big fans of you know making fun of priests, and uh, you know, I'm one of those guys that can laugh. You know, uh, and uh, I thought that was hilarious. Like, of course, the priest is going to know Kung Fu. <laughs> and of course, the priest is going to uh, have consensual sex with another zombie and huh. make a baby. 
Uh, and then you know, that's the thing I didn't understand is why did Mr. Bean need to take the zombie out for a walk? I didn't get it. <laughs> Couldn't he have just left the zombie baby tied up? Like he kind of felt like some sort of like, well, maybe I can change him kind of like. It was an excuse <laughs> to uh, throw a doll around a playground. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's Peter. all it was. Did you like the lawnmower scene? <laughs> Yeah, party's That's, over. <laughs> that was my favorite. I thought that was that was great. And again, like the amount of like special effects and blood and I don't know how many like fake hands they threw into a lawnmower. Like they used that cut so many times where like hands were going into the lawnmower and just like going into pieces and um I really like the main character. I have this thing where like I'll attach myself to a main character and be like, Ooh, who's that actor? Let's see what else he's done. That guy, yeah, he isn't, he's actually on a popular New Zealand show right now, uh, season three, and he uh, he looks the same except a little older, and I guess he's doing well for himself, but he hasn't so, made mainstream, that's for so sure. So overall, though, you did enjoy the movie, as over the top and gory as it was, you had some fun watching it. You had to, you had to come in with a mindset, and I think uh, the first clip I've seen of this was um, the baby scene. I think Lou had shared it with me, and he said, well... You know, this is the most outrageous zombie movie you could ever watch. And he sent me the, the baby scene. And I was like, oh, okay. So that sort of prepared me for the right, right. antics. And, uh, you know, once you get a mindset in there, like, the grossest part was when he slid into the mother at the end. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, the grossest yeah. part. Like, uh, also kind of defeating as well. Because you're like, oh, what? He's dead? And then, like, uh, you know, it's, it's, I it's love good. your description of it. Yeah. So yeah. I want to be I want to be clear though. You you watched Night of the Living Dead and you enjoyed it, right? Yeah. Uh, you've watched Return of the Living Dead and you've enjoyed that, correct? Yes. Now you watch Dead Alive and you've kind of enjoyed that, right? I did enjoy it. I think I so think uh, you are enjoying yeah. some older zombie content. Yeah, right? I don't know why. I just don't seek. I don't go watch old movies. I mean, like if I'm forced to watch them, that's why we came up with this segment. Because like, well, we got to make Ryan do some sort of homework. Uh, so I, I never said I didn't like. I never wanted to watch them. I just said I haven't seen them, and therefore don't have an opinion on them. But. Uh, I wouldn't place any of those movies you listed above, like, The Walking Dead or uh, Dawn of the Dead or some of the newer zombie films like Zombieland or Shaun of the Dead, but um, right. they certainly have so their far, place. So far, we're batting three for three on zombie movies. Yeah, I'm worried that you guys are just going to be like, well, if he didn't like this Dead is... Alive, I thought that was going to be, like, an easy, like, well, I, he, he kind of hates it movie. I, I, I'm I worried what's coming next. It. I didn't think you'd hate it, but I didn't think you'd like I wasn't sure you'd like it either. Yeah, I don't know. I just I uh, surprised myself, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like this well, movie. I hate. Yeah, to we're excited you. to announce you the next. I'm one. I'm gonna but... let Bob tell you what your next movie is uh, because uh, what? I, 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 it's a movie <laughs> that we've never. That I don't think either one of us even enjoyed. Oh, that's cheating. Oh wait, no, that's not cheating. I thought you were gonna say you never saw it. And it's like, we well, both that's... seen it. I'm pretty sure, right? We both watched this as yes. zombie, zombie experts as you are, not me. All right, but... which one is it? This week's movie, Ryan, the, the the classic, the 2008, it stars Robert England. Oh, God. I know what's happening. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> oh. It's zombie strippers. Oh, God. <laughs> so we kind of felt like you've really been getting a lot of good zombie content in your system, right? And you're like, hey, you know what? Older zombie movies are good. Just zombies in general are good. So... Now your whole mission is to see if you can enjoy zombie strippers. 
Okay. Um, I don't know where it's available. It probably shouldn't be available anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Um, the the fact that it got a 4.2 out of 10 stars on IMDb is like a really high thing for me. You know <laughs> like what? I just seem like that's too much. I, I think it is actually on Netflix because I remember seeing it on there like years ago. In, it used to be here in America. Uh, I know Canadian Netflix is strange, so they might still have it. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be fun to watch. And there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a scene with a pool ball. And it gets weird. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, no, like, the, actually, the only weird zombie flick that's actually popped up on Canadian Netflix is The Co-Ed and the Zombie Stoner. Well, that's Canadian for you. Yeah. It's, uh, a college is overrun by the undead when a sorority girl falls for a zombie. The unlikely pair soon find the solution lies in a huge amount of weed. <laughs> so, not going to be watching that one, because nope. you guys are making me watch... Strippers, zombies, or whatever. Zombie strippers. I'm sure it's available. Somewhere. You know what? The travesty is that it's probably available somewhere, you know, that I can pay for. Uh, but uh, Dead Alive is nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, it's a tough That's one because to get a copy Peter of. Jackson doesn't want anybody to see it. it you know, it's funny. Like, actually, <laughs> one more thing that kind of caught me out, caught me off guard about Dead Alive is that like Peter Jackson got to make the intro to King Kong with this movie. <laughs> Do you ever think yep. about that? Like he went to yep. Skull Island, it was a weird like adventurer with like a foreign, you know, um I'm going to take you to this place, we'll get the idol and then you hand me the whip purpose person and they had like a cage they were carrying and there was even like the locals that were like scared of gunfire and I'm like, "Huh. It's almost like Peter Jackson was trying to make King Kong before Lord of the Rings and this was going to be like, well, if they don't buy my King Kong idea, then I could just turn this into Dead Alive. That's what he did. All right. That's well, what I'm going with. We're glad you, glad you enjoyed it. We're glad that uh, you get to watch Zombie Strippers next. <sighs> we're also glad for something else, too. There was another amazing episode of The Walking Dead on TV, and guess what? Go ahead. Can you guess? Uh, can you guess? I, 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 yeah, uh, can you guess? We're going to talk about it? Oh, we're going to talk about it. This is Bob Fournier, and I'm here with another Zombies Ate My Podcast exclusive. I've caught up with Rick in the group, and uh, looks like we got a new member here. Uh, sir, what's your name? I'm Gabriel. Gabriel, it's nice to meet you. Uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, wh- what are you? I'm a sinner. I sin almost every day. Well, that sounds promising. Uh, I'm also here with Abraham. Abraham, uh, what's it look like? We don't give too short and curly is what it looks like. Do you uh, have any food? No, uh, no food. I'm kind of curious. You're here by yourself in a church. Uh, you don't have any protection? The word of God is the only protection I need. All right, you're creeping me out a little bit. Hey, uh, Rick. Hold up. Uh, yeah, what's up, bud? We take a look around first. Only if you say something crazy. We just want to hold on to our squirrels. <laughs> squirrels, that is crazy. Hey, uh, Michelle, what should we do now? Now that we can take a breath. <sighs> take a breath. That's a good idea. We take a breath. We slow down. Shit inevitably goes down. All right, sorry. Sorry, man. Hey, uh, hey, where are we all going? All right, I guess we're uh, heading to a flooded basement, everyone. I'm, I'm here with uh, Rick and the group, and uh, Bob's here. Bob, how are you? We push ourselves and let things go. And then we let some more go and some more. Pretty soon there's things we can't get back. Things we couldn't hold on to even if we tried. You're a little more talkative than usual. I, I hope that doesn't come back to bite you. All right, as you guys can see, we are 
in the water here. Um, there are zombies around and things are happening. I'm not quite sure uh, what is. Ah! Oh my God! What? Oh, <laughs> wrong, Bob. Hey, is, is he all right? I'm fine now. Thank God you're all right, Bob. I was starting to like you. Let's get out of this basement, shall we? All right, I'm back here at the church with all the survivors. I have Eugene here. Uh, Eugene, tell me about your ideal place. Infrastructure constructed to withstand pandemics even of this foobar magnitude. Can you put that in English? That means food, fuel, refuge. Yeah, 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 that's interesting. Uh, have you seen Bob? Hey, hold on a second. Is that Garrett? I want to explain myself a little. You could, sir, but instead, why don't we let the Zamp guys back at the station explain it for you? Season 5, Episode 2. It's been done. And it was just as every bit insane <laughs> as Episode 1. Uh, I'm what? starting to worry they need to start slowing down the pace a little bit. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. So, so first we talked about last week about how, hey, how is The Walking Dead going to come up and just just keep going with this insane season premiere. And then they have an episode like this. Um, this is one of those storytelling episodes where you kind of get a feel for all the characters around you, but in the same sense was a very action-packed episode at the same time. And we haven't had that in a while, you know? Yeah, like the first half is really slow and like character-driven, and then about halfway through the episode it just goes, nope. No more story. No more time for story. Yeah. <laughs> no more time Action. for story. We ain't got time for story, talent. So let's, let's go. Let's start at the very beginning, guys. So we meet Father Gabriel. We meet him. He's Is in it, the show. It's funny. Like I, I feel like to me, like, it's like it's, I don't like this guy at all. And really? It's it seems to me like all the people who are excited about Father Gabriel, Father Gabriel are people who know what's about to happen or what story he is involved in. And to me, he's just like, well, this is just some, you know... Weird priest pri- dude. Weird priest dude. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I, was trying to th- I was trying to think, like, what can I call this guy? I was going to call him, like, White Collar Gabe or something. I don't know, but... Um, <laughs> That's a hate crime. So, it kind of is, but I just... I know, I know, know you know. Yeah, and I love the fact that he's on this show right now. <laughs> okay, so then, I, and I'm not going to spoil it for myself, but I, I might have to ask you off air, like, you know, yeah, how soon does the payoff happen? Because I don't know well, if I can take Bumbling Gabriel I can, for I, 16 I thought episodes. About this. I thought about this, okay? Okay. We could talk about comic books for a second here, because uh, if we fast forward to the end just real quick, and uh, Gareth, who's there, says, you know, the words that we said at the beginning of the show, we become hunters. Now, the hunters were in the comic book. Okay. Yeah. Led by a completely different cast of characters, but um, they were dispatched of in the comics pretty quickly. I was just gonna say, like, are the hunters like a a, major? It's a good good major part of the story, but I feel like I'm not spoiling anything by saying they were. I'll I'll say dispatched of, or taken care of very quickly in the what felt like quickly to me in the comic books, but Mm -hmm. um, that makes me wonder because. Lou was talking about how this show has gone so fast so far, right? Yeah. Like, it's just boom, boom, boom. Let's let's keep it going. It makes me wonder because I know 
where I think the next storyline is going to go. Right. And I'm really, really excited about it. I'm not going to say it now. <laughs> well, yeah, don't. I, again, like but I know uh, I keep saying, oh, I need to read the comics. Um, but I, I'm on loose side in the sense that I like to be surprised because I, I knew of the Hunter stuff because I had Googled because I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. This was before, like, when people were talking about how... Um, how Terminus could be the Hunters and how it was connected. Right. And I like reading those articles. I'm, I'm just how I am. I don't know. Uh, but so are we skipping to the end? Like, are, no, let's, let's keep no, going. Because no, no. we'll we're missing that. a good chunk. Let's talk about how in the, in the comics, Father Gabriel plays this underlying theme. And you can kind of get it from the show. They're doing a really good job of giving you a feeling about this guy. Because, like, they're going to this church – you know, they find this guy who says he's killed no walkers and he's killed no people. And right then Rick's like, eh, I don't know, you know, in his like little Rick Grizzly voice. Um, it gives everyone suspicion. So when he said that, did you guys kind of get a vibe from him on the show? I, I kind of like immediately saw him up on the rocket screaming and I'm like, really? There's like three of them. Why aren't you killing them? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. See, I I got the sense like this guy is helpless, and, right? Like, and he seemed pretty helpless. And then the fact that he said that he's been locked up in his church for this entire time seems pretty sketchy, right? Yep. Yeah. So you know, there's an underlying message. So even when they do their thing at the church, or they leave and they come back, and that cool scene where Carl and Rick are talking, and Carl's investigating, he's like, these look like you know, kind of you know claw marks here or whatever and they see the words you'll burn in hell for this there it really makes you think what is going on with this character you know oh of course like i you know once that came into play it's kind of like obviously something's going on with this guy and you you have to wonder like is he evil has he done something like did he just like turn away his past his his uh, his uh, his flock for the lack of the actual term um, I don't know. Like to me, is is not knowing what this guy's doing and just getting the vibe that he's a weakling and kind of uh, he could be just the worst person ever imaginable. I mean, he did eat all the canned food drive all by himself. I know what a selfish so, pig. Kind of a dick move, Father so, Gabriel. And then <clears throat> he knows where there's supplies. Okay. Yeah. So they they go to this place to get some supplies, and it's like. Uh, a walker swimming pool okay um, they, they Rick doesn't trust him so he takes him with him that kind of thing it's uh, Bob, Rick Sasha and this Father Gabriel right that was it Yeah. or Michonne was there too right yes yep so they go in this this awesome scene with these bloated disgusting walkers what did you guys think of that like oh they these, were melting these, they were gross. gross they were gross but I have to complain about some of the makeup on two of them there was two of them where I could tell that it was a, it was was just a rubber mask over somebody's head. Yeah, <laughs> it was it's in funny. one of the I didn't panning. Even it's funny. It's it, it. There was one of the panning shots where like you could see somebody out of the corner and then they look up, and when you looked up, you could tell that the mouth didn't move and that it was rubber and it looked like someone had zipped it like onto their head, and I was like, oh, oh, that's really bad. 
this is the first time I've been disappointed by special effects in this show. Really? How close are you watching the TV? Because you're not supposed to sit too close. <laughs> I didn't even notice. He's I, watching I, it in I 4K from four that, feet away. Yeah, like, I think that 4K Guys, TV. I hate to tell you, but I also watched it in standard definition. Um, oh, maybe that's what did it. It was just yeah. the blurred, like, blurred pixels. I don't know. I, I kind of got the... I agree with you, Lou. I, 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 well, I don't completely agree with you. I, I kind of got the sense that there was something off about a few of the zombies but Not i was all distracted of them were bad but the, most of the, the the ones that got a lot of screen time were really good but there was two yeah. that just kind of like walked past the screen and you could tell that they i think they were on camera longer than they were meant to be and did anybody else just kind of think how stupid they were to just jump in like assuming that all the zombies were just walking around like um i think no. I feel I as mean, though they'd be worried about, you know, zombies being underwater. Yeah, I I think you'd probably get a quick feeling if there was one there. Uh, uh, I'm just, I know I know someone did in this show. Wow, I <laughs> guess shit did hit the fan and that kind of caused Bob to get pulled under, but still. Easy. We're not we're not there yet. So, oh, we're close. <clears throat> we're in this really cool underwater intense scene where they jump in knowing that they're surrounded by these zombies and they they're doing whatever they can to like you know they that's how desperate we are right now for supplies like food and drinks you know like i see all this there i'm going to go into a basement filled with like half filled with water and just zombies crawling around everywhere yeah that's so nuts when you think about it like that's this is what they have to do but they need but, the uh, food right yeah so gabriel ends up freaking out and tries to run away from a zombie and uh, you kind of get the vibe right there that he's like, something's going on, right? Something weird's going on with this guy. He's scared. He, he's, he, he you could tell at the he same knew zombie the Yeah, he kept looking at the same zombie, kind of freaking out. Um, so Rick ends up saving him and, you know, pretty much being like, you're the, you're the biggest pussy I've ever seen, pretty much, is what he tells him. <laughs> and then says to him, you obviously knew that, knew, knew that person. Yeah, that's how smart Rick is. And he's like, uh... Maybe, kinda. Like so, he, and, man, he he abandoned like his people. I'm sure that's got to be it or something. Then like, I was know. gonna ask you guys, what do you think? Like, so, what is the secret that you guys think this guy is holding on to? Right, uh, you, you were talking. Yeah, were talking. sorry. Okay, well, my prediction is that having not read the comics and knowing nothing about Father Gabriel, I bet you any money. No, sorry, I'm not going to do that because Bob I'll take that read the comics. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I I think that uh, you know he had the 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 church locked up pretty tight, and I think that he uh, you know tricked his his uh, people into going out on a supply run. He stayed there thinking, oh, the priest isn't going to backstab us, and he locked everybody out. And walkers came and drove everybody away, and uh, that's probably why people were trying to break in. That's probably why people left messages there and that's probably why he was upset when he saw those people because they went to the food bank to get more food and did not make it out blue what about you you think about right along those same lines um i have a funny feeling he's gonna tie into the people at terminus somehow oh man Uh uh-oh you think so i have a funny feeling but i can't i don't not sure how yet okay so 
let's talk a little bit about you know they they get their supplies after you know and the the, the biggest scene in that basement was Bob all of a sudden is looking at alcohol right as he usually does of course and, staring uh, he, into their beady eyes and the either Jaws eyes. or a zombie not sure which one just pulled him right down because <laughs> yeah. it looked like a shark attack like took uh, him out. big it was the big one with the weird face and the weird jaw yeah. Luke has studied think? these zombies so intensely. Yeah. Not the goopy one, but the weird one with the goopy jaw. Yeah. It was one that had like a disfigured jaw that looked like it, it was, was like disgusting looking. Yeah, it had like a like a like a twelve inch gap between the jaw top of the jaw and the bottom of the teeth. I was like, uh that can't bite you. I don't think that those jaws work. Yeah. So well Sasha Sasha ends up screaming out for him because these two are dating apparently. Like that super happened. hardcore lovey dovey kiss in front of everybody dating, like real quick, right? Yeah, like, if, like if, let me just tell you something too. All right, if I started dating this woman and her brother or whatever was Tyrese, yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I, well, I would do it in front of them. That's for sure. Like yeah, they were definitely not. I but, would. She'd be like, "Give me a kiss." I'd be like, "Oh, your brother's over there." Tyrese was like, uh, kind of. He was okay with it. He was smiling ear to ear. I think he was just happy to see his sister happy. I mean, right? Exactly. So they end up getting all the supplies after Bob goes underwater and Sasha calls out for him. They end up killing the zombie and she's like, you all right? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And you're like, oh, whew, close one. Yeah, he survived. Uh, Yay, Bob. Because like, you got that feeling, right? Because he's talking a lot in this episode. You know what happens <laughs> in TV shows when people talk, right? Well, no, they started showing him like, A, he was, he was, he was, he was in love and he was being lovey-dovey and he was, he was yeah. connecting with characters. B, he was saying smart things to Rick, which I think, you know, led to what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Um, But he was just all in all, like, front and center, similar to how, like, um, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken guy got killed last season. Or was it the season before? I don't know. I can't Uh, remember. The uh, guy who got sniped. Like, he was, like, getting close with Carol. Remember? remember One of the prisoner guys, he has the weird, twisty, evil mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or kind of like uh, T-Dog. Remember when T-Dog all of a sudden became a hero in 20 minutes? That's the better example, probably. Way back when, and then all of a sudden he was dead. Yeah. But um, So they get their supplies. Bob's fine. Everyone's fine. They go back to uh, the church. They get everything, and everyone is celebrating. They're so happy. And like the, the whole time, you know, Rick and Carl have their chat. They, they know something's up with this guy. They don't trust him. But for now, they got food. They got drinks. They're just – they want to relax and have a good time. And it was great to see – the entire group of survivors, including like the Abraham and Eugene people, just it was great to see them just kind of like smiling and having a good time for a minute, which makes you really go, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, something's no, about to happen because nothing's and, happened and, yet. And I have to call back to the foreshadowing in the beginning of this episode. Go when ahead. they get to the church, uh, Carl and Rick have a conversation and he tells Carl, you're never going to be safe again. Never let your guard down because that's when bad things happen and right. everybody dies. Yep. And what do they do? What do they do, and, Lou? And then next thing you know, there's a scene with him and Bob, and Bob's like, everything's happy. Look at all this optimism. I'm the eternal optimist. And I was like, yep, you're not going to make it through this episode. <laughs> well, he did so, make it through the episode, I think. So, well, here's the thing, guys. So. They're all happy, and Abraham gets up. He starts talking about his Washington thing. Eugene explains they're going to kill him by killing all the zombies, yeah. and then the other people are going to be all right for now, you know? And what happens? Rick decides that, you know what? 
we're going to go to Washington. Judith decides. Judith decides. Sorry, she decided. She with a strong Washington. And it was maybe that was because of Bob's conversation previously with Rick. You know, I think so. Uh, But he definitely changed his mind and was ready to go to Washington. And you're like, oh, here we go. The group is on a mission, stronger than ever, ready to go. Hey, wait, where did Carol go? Um, You know, she's out there, ready to just leave because she doesn't know what she's doing, right? Yeah. And um, in the beginning of the episode, it was cool too because Rick basically said to her, "Will you have us back?" Kind of thing, you know. It wasn't like a hey, you want to come back with us? He basically said, is it all right if we go with you? Because she was the one that saved them. Very cool message from Rick right there that I thought. I don't know what you thought about it, Lou. I agree completely. Yeah, it was It was just kind of a different way to approach it. I thought it was great. It was a nice touch, I think. Yeah. But um, let's get towards the end here. So everyone's happy. They're in the church. Carol's out talking to Daryl. And because uh, Daryl comes outside and he he keeps thinking he sees things, right? He's like, I thought I saw something in the woods. Yeah. And uh, Carol's ready to leave, and then this car just <laughs> drives by. Daryl goes running after it's got a cross in the back. Oh shit! I forgot about Beth. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, I forgot to mention to you guys. There's Beth was kidnapped. Story. There's another story here. I forgot and. Yeah. Daryl, the smartest guy I think is on the show because he smashes the taillights, right? So they can't see him if he's breaking or anything. That's why I think he did it. Yeah, oh, I agree, yeah. That's why I do it. So him and Carol go chasing after Beth without telling anyone. (laughs) Like, they just were like... And, like, that's how much... Because you remember last time how Daryl started feeling about Beth. Like, they got very close to each other. Well, they got moonshine close. They got got moonshine, I'm going to pee in front of you close. Yeah, that got a little weird. Yeah, it got a little weird. But so they went flying after them without telling any of the group. Which makes sense because you don't want to like, oh, we better go tell them and then lose their tracking and they might not ever find Beth again. I um, get it, but I don't. I feel like in a post-apocalyptic situation like this, you, you go, as I'm smashing these taillights, go tell the others we're going to find Beth. We just found blah, blah, blah. You know, just quickly. Say something. I, <laughs> I think that they were too far away. And I think in the, in Daryl's defense, I think the thought was, we'll go find out where she is first and then go get the others. I get it. I just disagree. Uh, maybe it's because I'm not as badass as Daryl. Maybe <laughs> because you don't like Beth. I mean, you wanted her to die since season one. Listen, guys, listen. <laughs> has nothing to do with it. So, so Daryl and Carol, and that rhymes, go chasing Darryl after Beth in the car. Yes. Um, and then... Everyone's talking, and Sasha goes to talk to her brother Tyrese, and Bob gets all weird and goes, hey, goodbye, or something like that. He said something like, and He's goodbye. like, give me, give me a kiss. And he's like, and I'll give me and one more. And the whole time you're like, what's wrong, Bob? Yeah, wrong? T- tell us, Bob, what's wrong? So do you guys think, just think that anything happened in that water? Oh, he got bit. You think so? Yeah, it's, I, I think it's still enough time that he wouldn't start to exhibit, like, outwardly stuff he couldn't hide. And I, I think he did get bit. I mean, why else would he leave the church to go cry, cry. you know, <laughs> to be upset? Lou, Lou, what do you think? Is he Did he get bit? I kept thinking that, I was like, did he get bit and he's not going to tell anybody? 
what's going on here? It made no sense for him to go outside like that mm-hmm. unless it was he got, he got bit. bit. Right? That's I mean, the only thing that would make sense, right? He must have got bit and he was just like, I got to go. But I then again, this. he's been holding it in for so long. Like he's been happy-go-lucky ever since the governor ever since he escaped the governor right mm-hmm. at the prison so like it, it could have been one or the other like the obvious answer and uh the poetic justice answer is that he was bit and and uh and in the end we know why that would be um poetic justice but um or he's just he was so distraught because he came so close to dying today and he's got you know the love of his life and and he's just been so happy since the since the governor at the prison thing he survived that he's finally happy it could be one or the other and he's like he's just like whoa i almost lost it today and i need to be more careful yeah well as he's thinking that alone in the woods by himself which is yeah dumb and not very um, bob like i must say he's usually pretty smart he got kidnapped who kidnapped him wait a minute Got leg napped. Uh, yeah. As soon as he got, as soon as he got snagged, I knew who it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we all knew. But here's the thing: so he gets kidnapped, and he kind of wakes up all dizzy, like right. Everyone else is having a good time. They're in the church talking about Washington D.C. Yeah, and um, they're you know whatever. And Boozy McGee here wakes up, and he's got this guy Gareth. And um, we talked last time. I'm like, I kind of talked about how I like how they didn't really state that they were cannibals. Like they just gave all the, all the details that they were by draining the blood and hanging the bodies, yeah. that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And then, um, and then this conversation happened. I want to explain myself a little. You see, we didn't want to hurt you before. We didn't want to. Pull you away from your group or scare you. These aren't things that we want to do. They're things we gotta do. You and your people took away our home. That's fair play. Now we're out here like everybody else, trying to survive. And in order to do that, we have to hunt. Didn't start that way. Eating people. It evolved into that. We evolved. We had to. And now, we've devolved into hunters. Wow. Wow. He just goes and he just tells him straight up that he eats people. He's basically like, if you go to issue 40-something, you'll understand exactly what's going to happen in the next three episodes. It's like... I, I I like how they made this Gareth and Terminus character different from what happened in the comic books. Because, like, if if it was a guy named Chris or whatever, I would have been like, oh, dude, totally, totally the Hunters. You know what I mean? But yeah. the fact they made it a little bit different, put, put you in suspense for a little bit, even if you did read the comics. And the, their different take on it in the show is awesome, and I, I really enjoyed it. But this Gareth guy, as an actor, is amazing. He, he kind of, like, he, he has some, some Joker vibes there a little bit. Like, as he's giving yeah. his speech, he's 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 well, being... I got these scars. He's being literal, <laughs> but he's also being kind of jokey-jokey, like, talking down to his prey. 
you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. it was just such a powerful scene. You didn't, you knew what was about to happen, but you didn't want to think about it. Yeah. And, and, and the like, way they kind of like, they don't show you what's happening. They just show everybody enjoying this, what looks to be awesome dinner. barbecue. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah I, well, I'm just saying like, it's obviously like they're all just having a good time. And you notice that the guy that uh, Rick was supposedly had to kill was in that group. So yep. he did not kill him. Makes you wonder how he got out unscathed, but maybe Rick's like, you know, I'm going to beat you up, but you're out of here now. Like, you go. You go tell your friends that we're coming for you. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, that's not good. Um, you know, Tyrese is going to have to answer to that. But I, and then. I like if, how you call them Rick and Tyrese. I know. I, <laughs> yeah. Tyrese, Tyrese, both times Tyrese, the Rick was a mistake. But I just feel like, and then when it pulls out and, you know, uh, Bob finally understands what what's happening, and, and that basically they're keeping him alive to eat. Um, well, yeah. So let's just talk real quick. It's he, so gross. You you see this close up of Bob and this close up of Gareth, and like the way they did the television show was just amazing because you're they're talking and they're going back and forth, and he starts talking about eating people, and the camera zooms out and you see Bob's missing a leg. Yeah. Like not not both legs, I love the comic, but just one leg, and and, and that kind of you know screams to you like, holy shit! Like they are going to harvest this guy because obviously, um, as was stated but, in the uh, Telltale games, it's like you have to keep your prey alive in order for the meat to be. Well, that's Telltale tainted. games. Let's I know, talk- but I. Well, like, let's talk about the creepiest line in the show, the way oh, they yeah. ended it. Oh, God. You taste much better than we thought you would. You taste much better than we thought you would. The show knows how to really, like, jump on something. And, and then he took a big bite of him. I know. <sighs> in front of him. And, and you just... The the worst part isn't that he's eating human flesh. The worst part is that you're watching him eat human your flesh. Leg. Uh, he's he's out, eating your leg. Out of someone. It's... I don't know if you guys have seen any of the Hannibal content, like either the TV yeah. show or the movies or whatever. Yeah, I've seen it. It blows that shit out of the water. Like I yeah, think that that scene right there is is better than any Hannibal anything that's ever been put out. Lou, did you see that coming? Eating him? Yes. Yeah, did you? Yes. It, it was it gross to you? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, really? I thought that was it, it. Creeped me out. Like I just ugh. So let's let's talk real quick because this is something I've been dying to say on the show to you guys. And sure. I know I know Lou doesn't care about spoilers, but if you're a listener, uh, there's going to be a comic book spoiler right here. Zones. So, so just stop listening for the next thirty seconds. Um, so in the comic books, uh-huh. this happens. They get to the church, they meet Father Gabriel, and then lo and behold, this character named Dale goes missing. Right? Oh yeah. You guys, you, did you read this far, Ryan? Uh, no, but I know, I know this you know? is how okay. Dale died. So I'm just telling Lou here at this point. So Dale gets kidnapped, and Dale only has one leg at this point. Okay? Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. when the hunters kidnap him, he wakes up, and they're eating him. He laughs maniacally and says, I've been bit. I'm infected, suckers. And all the hunters go crazy, right? So do you think that Bob's been bit and it's going to be the same exact story? Yes. It's yeah. got to be, right? That, that's gotta... what I think, too. And I think that's why Bob is going – or Bob. 
That's why I think Lou's theory of like this is going to be resolved very quickly. Mm. Yeah, but but here's no, the we, issue I have with that though. But like th- this is the problem with AMC and their their pushing of this show is that we have a trailer that we we watched that a lot of people watch because they're just mm, yes season five content num num num. Yeah. Um, it shows Gareth teaming with Rick, I believe. Like shows them outside outside of Terminus like. And now that could be, you know, it could be. It does, be, doesn't it? It, it does. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It makes you wonder how it'll work. Like, you know, did. And Gareth ate Bob, and they were all eating Bob, and. Uh, but it was just Gareth. Like, that was it. So. So this is going to start an all out war. Because that's what happened in the comic books. Um, I won't go back and say what happened exactly, but <clears throat> the war on the Hunters begins in the comic books, like, now. Like right now, like what happened in this when in this show? Boom, fighting. Wait, uh, it makes them go crazy, but it doesn't make them turn. I don't need to answer that question right now. No, I guess you don't because you just answered it for me. Because they, I I had thought maybe if they ate tainted meat that they would. You don't. Turn. You you will never know. Okay, that's all I'm going to say, and I can tell you off the air. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just too curious for my own good. I I want to enjoy the the show, and I, I I like where it's going. And you know, uh, obviously, we don't know what's going on with Beth. We don't know what's going on with Gabriel. Um, and the trailer certainly hints that Beth is in well, a, that's a gonna, weird place. Yeah, that's going to slow things down a bit. We're going to get a Beth story here. It's got to be the next episode, right? We're going to uh, get a Beth story. The trailer for the next weeks and the previews were. It kind showed of, like yeah, we got three people missing, which I'm assuming is Daryl, Carol, and. Bob. Oh, which is I didn't actually do that math. That's actually perfect because I was like, oh man, they're going to kill more people off. But you're right. Yeah, because at first I thought of that and I went, oh wait, no, they don't know that Daryl and Carol go because he didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He should have radioed in. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I, I understand now. That makes more sense. So we think Bob's going to go. Uh, he's pretty much gone. That's uh, just sad. That was a, a I like very. Bob. Let, let's talk about the episode as overall as a very intense story driven. Let's move this show forward. Episode, yeah. Lou, what are you, what are your thoughts on the episode overall? Uh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, I I was a little worried at first when Father Gabriel got introduced and he was hiding from the zombies. I was like, oh, so we have a baby now that doesn't want to fight. Great. Agreed. But now now you see it as kind of a problem, right? He's yeah. going to be a problem. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought the episode, personally, I thought it was, you know, on par with the first episode. And I got to tell you guys, I am so excited about The Walking Dead every Sunday now. Like, I, I'm always excited, but this season is just, mm, it's nailing it. No, nailing I, it. I, I have to say, I dreaded season three. Like, every week was really yeah. kind of getting painful all the way up until Andrea died. And I oh, was yeah. like, okay, now it's gotten better. Saving Grace, <laughs> right? Andrea's yeah. dead. I was so, like, oh, thank Thank God. And then last season, it was like, oh, wow, this is really good. Well, wow, this is what they – they can actually tell a good story without, like, you know, I like without it, trying. Though, yeah, because it, it could go either way right now because are you going to get what happened to Beth? Are you going to get what's going on with Bob and the Hunters? Like there's there's so much to do right now and you're just sitting there going – like you – I don't know about you guys, but now I'm at the point going, I can't wait a week. <laughs> I need to know what happens. Yeah. Me too. Like, even with the governor's story, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, Walking Dead's on tonight. Sweet. I'll watch it. But now I'm like, oh, I need to know. Well, the governor's like, story was predictable. I think that was right. the issue with, with a lot of the uh, – the 
not not that predictable 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 is bad. I'm just saying that that was sort of the issue with the earlier seasons. This season feels like well, like what's going to happen next? Yeah, exactly. And it was funny too because like if you're a comic book reader, it it's sort of following the books, but it's sort of taking its own spin on it. So like I had a buddy I work with who he read all the comics. He's all caught up to date. And we've been talking back and forth, and I was telling him I'm like. Melina and I were watching the episode on uh, Monday night. Yeah. And um, when it got towards the end and uh, Bob got kidnapped, I went, no, 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 no. (laughs) She goes, what? I'm like, I know what's going to happen. She's like, she goes, what? What do you mean? What's going to happen? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to want to look away, honey. So this I was like, this gonna is going to be the grossest thing ever. And she's like, why? What's wrong? What are they, they going to eat them? I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> Of course. Yeah. See, I didn't right. watch this episode uh, with my wife. And I, I said to her after when she got home from work that day, I said, like, you're probably going to be glad that you didn't watch that episode. <laughs> right. Uh, so just a very intense overall, just an ama- another amazing episode from these guys in season five. And, uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys about what happens next, and hopefully we'll see some predictions here. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have a prediction. Oh, let's oh. get Lou's prediction first. Although you can't let's... win. So, <laughs> before the show uh, and during the day, we've chatted about the direction the show's going. Right. And I'm going to say what I've told you guys earlier. The Hunter story will be wrapped up by mid-season. Okay. Do you think they're going to start doing what they've done? Uh, actually, I kind of like that. Uh, I, you know, sorry, I was agreeing with my own thought before I finished it. <laughs> um, do you think what they'll do is they'll start going like half seasons with like introducing a villain and and wrapping up a villain, like what they've done with the governor, what they've done with uh, what, what you're hoping they do with Terminus, where it's like tail end of a season, slowly introducing a new villain, uh, first half of the new season, you know, ramping it up. Boom, 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 and then like midseason, it's dealt with, and then start over when the midseason goes back. I, I think Does that that, that worked for them last season. Yeah, and I have a funny feeling they're going to do it this season, but I don't think they'll do it another season afterwards. Well, I think. the story is like you know the the prediction, and I don't know the the comics, but if the prediction is like the next villain on on tap is Negan. Right. right, like that's sort of like I don't understand why it, it, it could head but... that direction. Yeah, it could head that direction. It could go a couple different directions as far as comic wise goes. But um, well, Alexandria I've... is the other one, right? As well. Right, yeah. it, it's all the same, really. Like Alexandria is kind of not a half a season type of thing, really. That's uh, like they a full could season. they could condense it into a half a season, and I could see them doing that. Um, but the next big big bad guy, other than Gareth, here is Negan. As far as I remember in the comic books, and um, that's a different animal. That's um, we won't even talk about that. But See, I um, really don't get like everyone's gung ho about Negan, and I guess I just don't. I need to get there in the comics. You need to. You need to get there because we need to talk about it. All right. But we also we also want to talk to you guys too because uh, we have this awesome giveaway we teased earlier. Yes. It, do you know? Do you know who Scott Johnson is? I do. We've had him on the show before. He's a great guy. Yeah, he does great work, and and we had no idea that he was going to be putting out. Um, it is it is October, the month of Halloween. He does a lot of cool um, Halloween Season content and yeah. prints, and he's actually done one up for The Walking Dead, and it's called The Blocking Dead, which is a zombie Lego man. 
It uh, is. Yeah, and we're going to be giving away a hand-signed print by the Scott Johnson. And all you fine listeners have to do is send in your predictions for this season of The Walking Dead. You've heard ours. You've watched the last two episodes in this season. So you kind of have like a, a solid foot place to make a decent prediction. Um, for those who have read the comics, obviously, don't just like look up the issue number and write down what happens. That's kind of <laughs> like... No, Bob I'll will know. know you're cheating. <laughs> I'll know you're cheating. And then I'll be angry because you spoiled the comic like without even <laughs> trying. Uh, but, you know, just uh, give us your honest prediction of what you think is going to happen in uh, in this season. And we'll uh, we'll pick a winner next week in episode we 81. Will. Episode 81, you'll get your chance to win a hand-signed, I don't know if it's right hand or left hand signed. I'm pretty copy. sure Scott's right-handed. Okay. Um, I don't so know. It'll be, it'll be a hand-signed copy of The Blocking Dead. Not only is it a hand-signed Scott Johnson print, but it's an awesome-looking print anyway. It's such a cool idea. Yeah. Um, I already ordered one for myself. They're I'm great. not eligible <laughs> to win either, so I'm going to probably order one for myself, Lou's, Lou's already like, oh, my prediction count? <laughs> no, I'm like, uh, I'm jealous. Winner's going to get something better than what I'm going to get. I know, You're going right? to get a digitally it's, signed a Blocking nothing. Dead? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah guys go ahead and email the show info at zombies at my podcast.com the prediction doesn't have to be right it could be crazy but we just want to hear what you guys think is going to happen yeah because uh, we like talking to each other but we like talking with you guys too yeah be creative and while you're sending that email to the show and enjoying every word that you're typing to us um, I would like to recommend that you also check out a similar website called slash do you know what you could buy there Ryan you can buy a zombies ate my podcast t-shirt you can, Lou. What colors are they available in? They are in white, black, and ash gray. Ash gray, yes, they <laughs> are. All gray. three of those, all three of those beautiful colors, featuring the Zombies A My Podcast. Awesome iTunes artwork done by the one and only Joel Duggan. So many sizes to choose from. Uh, my scroll bar is on it right now, and I can't even fit them all on my screen. It's true. And you know what? You should use the code ExtraLife2014. And you can get $3 off until the end of October. And a portion of the proceeds will go to charity, to Extra Life, to be exact. And uh, speaking of Slashly, we have um, that code as well will be good on uh, Gamers In, Angry Chicken, Zombies Ama Podcast, Azeroth Roundtable, and all Torn Think Tank t-shirts. Same deal, $3 off, portion of the proceeds go to Extra Life. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Ryan. You're telling me I can go to SlashLoot.com and get my Zombies at my podcast t-shirt for $3 off? Yes. And you're telling me that, that money, some of that money goes to charity? Yes. Wait a minute, what is this Extra Life charity you're talking about? I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> Extra Life is actually going to be taking place this weekend on October 25th. It's a 24-hour video game marathon, all streamed live on twitch.tv slash TV, and we're all playing video games in support of uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the world. Um, our goal as a team is $5,000, and we've already raised over 1000 bucks. And the event hasn't even started yet. There's that many awesome people out there that are that are helping out with this charity. And um, we have some cool uh, some cool tidbits for Zamp listeners who want to get in on the fun and actually gain a little karma while they're at it. Uh, we have an annual Left 4 Dead 2 Zamp Hour at 2 p.m. And there's two slots. If you want to play Left 4 Dead 2 with Lou and I, uh, the more handsome versions of the... Uh, of, uh, <laughs> 
Oh. I don't know on the podcast. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I'm speaking of myself, but I don't know. Um, you can. <laughs> that was dumb. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Just go with it. Yeah, I know. Just go with it. Just shut up and keep talking. Um, so um, you can join us. Uh, just uh, donate to anybody on the team and and just put uh, I want to play Left 4 Dead 2 with the Zamp crew in your comment. We'll pull you in for that hour and we'll kill some zombies. Bob won't be there. He's actually getting married that day. So send your congratulations to him oh, while you're you. shooting zombies. Um, and also, we won't end up shooting each other because Bob won't be there. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm I know. And probably one of the coolest things is that we're actually going to be auctioning off a guest spot on Zombies Ain't My Podcast. So What? Yeah, I know. Screw emailing your predictions in. You can actually be on the show and tell us exactly what you think is going to happen. So if you want to be wow. on a Walking Dead discussion, you need to uh, go to bit.ly slash TGI2014, donate, uh, starting bid is $50, bidding ends end of October 26th, end of day, and the highest donation amount will get you on the show with us. Oh, um, we want to talk to you guys. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want one of our listeners to come on here and uh, just remember that like 100% of your donation goes to the kids. It's tax deductible. So you can actually use it on your taxes. I know you all pay taxes because uh, everybody <laughs> well, listens to Zamp are upstanding hopefully. citizens. <laughs> um, and actually, I have another little thing to tease regarding Extra Life that these two don't even know about that I will tell them after the show because I forgot to tell them before the show. There's actually going to be a cool promotional item only available during this time period of Extra Life that features Zamp on it. And you'll be able to buy it and a... A good chunk of the proceeds will go towards our extra life, Ooh. and you'll get a one-of-a-kind item that uh, will be specific to this year's extra life that you will not be able to get after after all this is said and done. Uh, it'll be up on the store for a bit. It'll give you a chance to like save your coins and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm going to tell these guys what it is after this, and you guys won't find out until it's public. So all right, well yeah. let's let's get into the wrap up so that I can learn uh, what this is. So that is bit.ly slash tgi2014. Go to the Extra Life charity, donate some money, buy a shirt, do whatever you can do to help the kids. Mm-hmm. Watch these guys stream for 24 hours. It's oh, amazing. God. It's fun. But yes. if you're not doing the Extra Life thing right away, and you're you're listening to us and you're saying, well, Bob, I I want to email you or I want to get in touch with you guys, but I don't know how. I have good news for you. You can go ahead and go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. That's where we post all of our shows and links to everything we talk about here. And uh, <clears throat> show notes are written by a wonderful Lou Page who does an amazing job. Uh, you can email the show at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow the show on Twitter. It's at zombiespodcast. If you go to facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast, you'll find us on there. The correct people are in charge of the social media now, so there will be no more <laughs> bad zombie jokes. Yeah. A.K.A. <laughs> not Bob. Time. Until next time. If you want to follow me, uh, I am at Bobbert F. If you want to follow Lou, he's at Busy Zombie Lord. If you want to follow Ryan for some reason, he's at R. Murphy. Don't do that. <clears throat> Don't do that at all. It's but bad for your health. Anyway. You'll get I'm sick. I'm going to post a pic to Twitter as soon as we get done with this because uh, – Melina bought something that's amazing, and i got to show it to the world. Oh, man. Another but secret. But for now, for now, I want to give a shout-out to Joel Duggan for the amazing artwork for our iTunes t-shirt, Everything Zombies Ain't My Podcast. He's he's awesome. Go check him out at uh, – hold on. Let me do this right. <clears throat> a Joel Duggan. 
a dot com. Close. Yeah, all right. I, Lou, I, any I, last I, words? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. You cut him off, so he's not going to. Last words go on. Talk to me anymore. <laughs> all right. Well, for myself, for Ryan, for Lou, for the kids over at Extra Life, make sure you donate. This has been Zombies at My Podcast. Make sure you cook that leg a little bit more. It looks a little raw. Jeez. Oh, I just forgot about that. It looks a little raw. Yeah. Did you guys hear my bad zombie joke and I said, oh, it doesn't come back to bite you oh shit i forgot my bad zombie joke that i was gonna say that i said to you hopefully they don't eat his liver Incoming because it's shot zombie oh joke. shit i just overdid it i over hey um this is another classic one i've been on a classic for the month of october yeah hey lou hey bob <laughs> what's a zombie's favorite shampoo oh i know this one we've done it before do you remember i don't remember Head and shoulders. <laughs> oh, I thought it was dead and shoulders. But head and shoulders makes a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. You taste much better than we thought you would. Okay, Did if anyone missed my joke, I was going to say this when we were talking about Bob getting eaten, but I said to Bob, like, hopefully they're not a fan of liver because his liver is probably not very good. <laughs> Get it? Because he's an alcoholic? Ah. Uh... <laughs>